When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast, or EPAPE for short. I am one of your hosts. I am good old wrestling Chris G from Sports Entertainment Breakdown. I almost forgot my name. <laughs> and on the other line with me t- today, he's not the short one of the bunch. He's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? I'm sitting there. I'm going. He's going to forget his name. He's going. He's forgotten. He's panicking. <laughs> he's panicking. It's been a long night. It's been a long night. Like, oh my god, he's going to. Because I thought I knew where you were going to go, and I was like, well, he wouldn't hear this for a while, so it's not like he would call us out on it tomorrow. <laughs> oh man, it's been a long night. We're 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 doing a twofer this week, we're so this doing... is our second. Our... Yeah, we're we're on the second half. We're on the second half of a double header. Um, how far back behind the curtain do you want to go? <laughs> well, we just finished the Squirtle episode. Well, I know, but yeah. like, should we mention that we're only doing one? You know, the week after this, because we actually have a actual two parter coming down the down the road. Oh yeah. So yeah, our our schedule's kind of out there. I mean. We're doing these two this week. Next week, we're only going to do one episode. And people are like, how are you only doing one next week? Well, trust me, we have way more than enough episodes in the can for us to take a relax on a one week. Yeah, um, we're starting. I mean, I don't want to sound like cocky or anything, but like. We're getting your groove. Yeah, we're, we're finding a groove. And I mean, it's not. You know, you're, when you start a show from scratch, and you know we've we've started a handful. Um, you know, sometimes you have a great idea, and you you kind of get in the weeds on it a little bit, and you're like, this might not have as much staying power as you think. So you know, recording episodes kind of becomes a bit of a, I won't say a chore, but it's not like you know, oh boy, I can't wait to. You know, and I was a little, I'm not going to, I mean, we're far enough into this that I can be pretty confident in saying it because I've kind of come out the other side. I wasn't 100% committed because you're like, we should do this. I was like, all right, the episodes are accessible enough. Like, I can find them. Like, that's not an issue. And it's and it's fun to sit here and watch them. But I was like, how am I going to feel when I'm sitting here? Recording, and I've, and I've essentially got you know, I've got you know the episode playing on my phone, and I'm doing some other stuff on the <laughs> on another screen. And I I look forward to getting on these episodes. Oh hell yeah! Because I watch like, this these. Because is... I don't take notes. I thought I might when we started. I was like, I'm going to have notes, but I'm like, I don't want a 20 minute episode to take an hour. <laughs> so I'm like I'm going to I'm going to make mental notes of what I'm watching and I'm going to hopefully be able to and that's kind of why I'm playing the episode on a second screen. So if something pops up when I'm kind of playing like if you're making a point I can go oh you know this happened. But I look forward to talking about these episodes because stuff I didn't catch on the first go around, you know, however many years ago comes up and i've got fresh eyes and 
you know, you bring something. So, I mean, it's exciting to get out here and do it's, these. It's different. And, um, I mean, it, and don't get me wrong. I love, and it's always going to be my first love. Um, I love doing the wrestling podcast, um, because, but we don't know what we're getting into every single weekend. I guess you can kind of say that about Pokemon as well, but we we've already watched these as kids and it's so much fun finding like all the like little jokes that they put into the episodes or stuff that we didn't realize as kids and we watch it back as adults and we're like whoa and it's just it's it's so much fun to actually talk about this and with with Pokemon you can record a a shit ton of episodes and it's it's always going to be fresh. Like you can listen to these episodes that we're doing right now, a year from now, and it's still going to be relevant. Yeah, because you know we're far enough back that it's not like oh, you know we've got to we've got to take a step back. We've got to wait for some more episodes to get out there. Like we we we're far enough back, and we're, there's enough iterations that we've got to get through. You know. I mean, <laughs> It's going to be some years. I mean, we'll, we'll never catch up unless they come out like next year and say, this is the final iteration of Pokemon. At least, and at that point, we just have an end goal. It would still take years and years and years to catch up to. Yes. But it's, you know. Yeah, especially not the way that they're doing Pokemon now. Like now they're dropping like 10 to 12 episodes in a batch on Netflix because Netflix now owns Pokemon with right. Pokemon journeys and they're just dropping episodes like crazy. They're dropping them like flies. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, we're never going to catch up to these episodes. It's just, it's, it's not physically possible. Well, it's, it's not. Um, and that's fine. You know, it's like, you know, I wouldn't, I mean, you know, we watch wrestling on a weekly. Yes. So, you know, unless unless we were to do a retro show, I mean, we're we're current. You yeah, know, we're we're completely caught up, and there's no going back because I'm 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 not Brian Alvarez. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going back and watching retro Raws. I'm, I just don't have enough time. <laughs> no, there's not there's not an extra you know one to two to then eventually three hours in the day to go back and. And rewatch what what we've done is in the rear view. Yeah, and I know this is not the podcast, but can you believe Brian Alvarez is actually going back and reviewing old SmackDown episodes along with old Thunder WCW episodes? Oh, now. he's doing Thunder. He's going to have to rewrite the book. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's his current thing right now because he he said he is not going to do TNA. So they're doing thunder. No, he's got enough of those TNA reviews that he did on the live show, and and they re- and they reviewed um, Impact as it was happening. Yeah, you know when it was TNA. So he, I mean, he'd be going back on himself. <laughs> so he, it's it's a good thing that he he he's not doing any of that. But okay, but. That that's that's neither here nor there. This is this is the Pokemon podcast, right? So, what we like to do at the beginning of every single Pokemon podcast that we do is we like to go back. Oh, actually, I didn't even give the name of the episode. You did. <laughs> we're doing we're doing episode thirteen, which is titled "Mystery at the Lighthouse," or as it's translated in Japanese, "Masaki's Lighthouse," and it aired June twenty fourth. 1997 or here in the states it aired september 24th 1998 and we like to go back on the u.s date unless something very very bad happened on the u.s date then we go to the japanese date right um and we like to give historical events that have happened on this date in american history so doug you we we have chosen or you have chosen um off air to go first this week so go ahead and give us what you have that happened on this date on September 24th. So on this date, way back in 1927, the Toronto St. Patrick's 
become the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ooh. Who, okay. Who they have been, obviously, as of recording, you know, obviously. Um, so, a brief, very brief history on the Maple Leafs. They're, they're what you call an original six franchise, which means they were among the six founding members of the National Hockey League. They have won 13 Stanley Cups. However, the last the last one of those was back in 1966. So it's been oh, a minute. I was about to say, it's been some time. Um, I think now they might have the longest drought period now that obviously the Red Sox and White Sox and Cubs and um, Cleveland Cavaliers and a couple other teams have have won championships um, seem to consistently have good teams that kind of seemed of late to kind of get to a point and kind of hit a wall um can't really speak on too much about this without completely just reading Wikipedia because obviously as much as I follow a majority of sport, I mean, some stuff is in my blind spot. And if you're in another country, I'm going to have it, even though I see you on sports center on the regular, you know, so. <laughs> that was just something that jumped out on the old date page. And I was like, I could run with this for a couple minutes. Okay. Well, thank you for that historical moment, Doug. For me, mine mine is a little bit more current. So on this date, back in 2007, the comedy we all love, at least most of us. I mean, if you don't like it, I don't know what's wrong with you. But The Big Bang Theory on CBS made its debut back in 2007. And boy... This is my shit. I love that show. I've seen every single episode up and down at least twice. Yeah, I mean, I've I've gone through the series. I I I can guarantee you I've only seen a couple episodes once. Um mostly the most recent ones because I was pretty much watching those live. Um a couple years ago I went back on a summer you know, before the, you know, on a regular year, I went back in the summer and kind of did a, did a rewatch to kind of catch myself up. Um, cause there was a gap, uh, somewhere in the middle. So I caught myself up. So I got to a point with the last couple seasons, I was watching them as they came out on CBS. And yeah, we just, uh, last year had the last season. So, yeah, and it was a doozy. These actors got paid basically, basically fuck you money to do that final season. Yeah, they they don't have to work anymore. And I know a handful of them still are still are. And, you know, you know, you can't just turn it off. But I mean, hey, um, Kate. Kaylee Kuko, I can never say her name right. Kaylee Kuko. Kloko. It's C-U-O-C-O. Kuko? Kuko. Yeah, oh. I, I don't know. Yeah, you, 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 know, you know who I'm talking about if you watch the show. But she's gone on to do a few more things, and one of them is kind of my favorite. Like she, She's the Harley Quinn of the animated series Harley. Yeah, um... That's really hope girl. They, really hope that gets renewed. Um, it should. Well, they've they've kind of been doing some juggling between DC Universe and HBO Max. Oh, don't don't tell me HBO Max is about to buy out DC. Well, no, they have. Oh, well, I don't. I, I mean, HBO Max absorbed DC Universe basically. Really? Okay. So I don't know because I know. Um, Doom Patrol started out on DC Universe, but then when they came back for season two, they had the little bug at the beginning. It said HBO Rack, HBO Max original. I thought bullshit. So, huh. 
So well, I know I know that went over, and I haven't looked it up recently, but I don't know if that's getting renewed. I, if Harley Quinn got renewed, I mean, I could be saying it, and turns out it got renewed like three weeks ago, but I don't know that without without googling it, doing a quick Google. So, but yeah, that is my historical moment. Um, it ho- it holds a place in my heart because I love that show, and I'll still to this day watch episodes if i if i'm up late at night and it just happens to be on happens to be on it's on like 27 times a day i know (laughs) so they're they i mean they got syndicated money they got they got all of that so i mean they they like like you said they don't have to work at all anymore so but all right so right before we get into this episode the who's that Pokemon of this episode is good old Krabby. Krabby uh, makes his first appearance in this episode and makes kind of a funny appearance. And we're actually going to get right into Krabby in just a moment as we're starting this episode. So, Doug, are you ready to start Mystery at the Lighthouse? I certainly am. All right. So <laughs> we start this episode just like any other episode where they're lost again. <laughs> and, and the freaking narrator calls him out on it. Yeah. Like, oh, look, a familiar scene. <laughs> and Ash goes, well, we're somewhere. And, and Brock we're goes, well. somewhere. <laughs> Brock, Brock literally says, well, anywhere is somewhere. And Missy's like, Ash, are we lost again? <laughs> and Pikachu's uh, and normally Pikachu's behind Ash, but Pikachu's just tired and has had it. Like Pikachu's in the far back now. Like he's not even worried about Pikachu. He, he's not worried about anything right now. <laughs> like don't, don't ha- haven't you noticed that Pikachu's gotten kidnapped? Like what what episode are we on? At least eleven times so far. <laughs> very very much a fallback plot point. And they kind of peel the curtain back a little bit, too, because um, as they're saying that they're lost, we get a close-up shot of Pikachu, and Pikachu just stops and puts his arms up in the air going, yeah, this is my life. life. (laughs) There's there's two billion trainers in the road, and I got this one. I got it. But... Then we we get a recap um, with the narrator, and the narrator is going over all these badges. Uh, we actually get a close-up shot of a bunch of different types of badges, some that we don't even get um, in the Indigo League, which I, I don't even recognize the the blue diamond one with the white, I mean, with the orange triangles in it. I, I, I don't even recognize that, that badge. Yeah, me me either, but it's okay cuz Ash will get there in 15 years. Yeah, I know. I mean, they they they're basically just flashing all the badges that Gary's won so far and and here's Ash with only two badges. That Misty rightfully points out that he only and I, you know, I'll call her into question a little bit cuz she says, you know, you only got those cuz Brock and my sister felt sorry for you. And like I say, Brock's one I'll call, you know, pity on, but he kind of earned the Cascade badge. Yeah, and we'll we'll keep going back to it. He 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 was on the verge of beating Misty because he right. still had he still had a Pokemon to call back out, which would have fucked up her Pokemon. Right. But Ash is sitting there boasting about these badges. This this little boy had enough nerve to, as they're lost in a forest, like Brock and Misty don't already know, he 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 stops, turns around, opens up his jacket, and it just goes, impressive, huh? Yeah. Like, really? I'm sitting there, I'm like, boy, I'm going to stick those badges somewhere and, you don't like them. I know. And I... And this episode is going to be very, very easy. And you can kind of tell that in this episode, they, they were stretching a lot. Because after we have that scene of talking about the badges, what's the next scene, Doug? We, we, we talk have a about his of... Pokemon. <laughs> yes. He he now has six Pokemon. And, and we do a roll the narr- call. 
Yeah, he the narrator goes, "Hey Ash, what's what's the name of all six of your Pokemon?" And Ash actually talks to the narrator. He goes, "I have Charmander, I have Squirtle, I have Bulbasaur, I have Butterfree, Pidgeotto, and Pikachu." I was like, oh, so you didn't want to use new, you didn't want to get new footage. But, um, and at the end of it, he goes, and I caught every last one of them. And Misty and Brock basically call him on his bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, remember. If if our listeners will be so kind to remember what I said last week about this ep- uh, last week's episode ending with Misty having a heart attack, yeah, Misty is still having that heart attack because <laughs> she's like, you did not catch these Pokemon. These Pokemon followed you. Which again, I, and I hate to keep cutting Misty off at the knee. He caught Caterpie. He, he did. He caught Caterpie. He caught fucking Pidgeotto. He he caught Pidgeotto. Yes. And he was given Pikachu, so that one shouldn't count. <laughs> he he battled Bulbasaur. He did. Now, I think what? Bulbasaur was going to go with him regardless, but he battled Bulbasaur. Yes. He saved Charmander's Char- life. Yeah, Charmander was about to die. So the only... And he saved Squirtle's life, for all we know. Yeah, so for, yeah, maybe I've turned. I just turned a corner on live podcast. <laughs> well, okay, he didn't save Squirtle because Squirtle had a job as being a firefighter, but Squirtle ah, was like, "I don't ah. want that life." <laughs> the bombs. <laughs> Remember? Oh, oh, true, true. He saved Squirtle's life and earned Squirtle's trust. Okay, yes. Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, Misty can all stick these it. Pokemon have a connection. All these Pokemon have a connection with Ash, which is why they decided to follow him. Yeah. And and, we... and another check mark in Ash's corner, which doesn't happen much. He was willing to give Charmander to Brock, which is yeah. a douchey thing to say. But he said, hey, Brock, I think you should have Charmander. Yeah. And Brock was just like, you know, Charmander seems a little bit more attached to you. So go ahead and take Charmander. So... Yeah, I think Misty was wrong here. Yeah, it, it, not now that we're putting two and two together. Yeah, and haven't we uh, established, or maybe we haven't established it yet? But these Pokemon can hear you through the Pokeball. Like, yeah. they must think Misty is a bitch. Like <laughs> these Pokemon. If I'm in that Pokeball, I'm like, wait a minute. Hey, w- were you not there? Well- Butterfree probably already doesn't like her because she was talking all kinds of shit on him when he was a Caterpie. <laughs> and and she didn't um, start liking Caterpie until Caterpie was a freaking Butterfree. Right. And now, now, Cater- now Butterfree looks so amazing. And well, Butterfree's nice. beautiful and he's not a bug technically, and even though he still kind of is. Um, Hypocrites. Yeah, what what what's the name of that Pokemon? Hold on, um, I know, I know. It, this is our way of kind of stretching the episode because we're kind of uh, this episode is going to be very cut and dry. Yeah, no but, shit. But um, on the on the last season of Pokemon that I watched, I kid you not, Doug Misty has a bug Pokemon. So she is a hypocrite. Yes. Well, oh, actually, no, 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 no. Never mind. Not Misty. If that 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 was May. May has the bug Pokemon, but May is scared of bug Pokemon as as well. So. I mean, oh, well, fair enough. And they and they changed Misty's outfit because Misty made an appearance in the last episode that I I just watched. You gotta freshen it up every couple of years, you know. Yeah, she looks better. So. <laughs> So but, um, Ash is completely just absolutely dejected here. He's like, you're always picking on me and shit. And he fucking, he's down for like five seconds and he pops back up. He's like, I'm going to be a Pokemon. He goes running. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what, Doug? These these Pokemon, they're, they're, there's a specific scene. I have a problem with this. Uh-oh. God damn it. And 
and th- and this is just what we just talked about. So it's in this episode that the Pokemon we find out the Pokemon can hear because Misty um, basically tells Ash, "You're lucky that your Pokemon followed you." And then we get a close-up shot of all six of his Pokemon, and they all nod their head and go, "Yeah." Like, yeah, what? Which is <laughs> <laughs> like they're agreeing with Misty. Like, I, I'd be mad if I, I mean, if I was these Pokemon. Like, listen here, mother. Like, two of us wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this guy. At least, at least two of us wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that kid in a cap. Exactly. But well, I guess okay. it's the fashionable thing to do. Let's all pile on Ash. So if that even though he point, has deserved it and will deserve it again, oh um, yeah. Um, but it's at this point, yeah. As you said, he he gets knocked down, but then he gets back up and says, "I'm going to be the best Pokemon trainer." And then we get the title of the episode, right? And then he finds a beach, and he's ex- he's simultaneously excited and disappointed because he's like, "This is a nice beach, but I wanted a Pokemon." And <laughs> conveniently. As if it's in a TV show or something. Little <laughs> Krabby goes scuttling by. And, of course, we have the trend of, what's that Pokemon? Now, I legitimately don't think he knew what that was. I mean, I'll give him a pass on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and to be, go- I mean, going forward outside of the start of Pokemon... He probably doesn't know what the rest of these Pokemon are. But, yeah, here here comes little old Krabby, and this is a ballsy Krabby. Well, in a way, but again, you know, this is another tick in the they can understand you. I mean, this one's not in a Pokeball, obviously, but they can understand him because he's like, oh, this is a shrimpy Krabby, and Krabby gets pissed. And it starts bubbling at the mouth. And fucking tries to take off his freaking finger. <laughs> and Yeah, because he, he, he tells Krabby, he's like, I didn't mean to insult you, but you're just a cute little and then clamp. And then <laughs> Krabby freaking bows up to him, is like, Alright, motherfucker, if you're feeling froggy, we can jump. <laughs> and then so and this is this pissed me off. Like not like I'm gonna turn the episode off like mad, but this made me mad. Because he's like, All right, Misty and Brock don't think I can battle these Pokemon. Don't think I can catch these Pokemon. I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna battle these Pokemon. And he's got he's got a Pokeball, right? So I'm yes. thinking, okay, who's he gonna cause I don't remember, you know, I have the memory of a goldfish, you know, I don't hundred percent remember <laughs> you know, all the details on these shows. <laughs> So he's got this, I, I, I know exactly where you're going to. <laughs> so he's got this Pokeball, and he's like, all right, who's he going to call out? He's got a full roster. He doesn't have Pikachu with him. You know, but he's got, you know, five other choices. You know, maybe maybe Squirtle gets some experience. No, he fucking pulls out a stick and basically jousts with him. Krabby, you know, Cuts chops up the, the stick. <laughs> and apparently that was enough of a distraction for him to throw this Pokeball and catch him. And he he said, I'm going to battle. Like, you fucking poked him with a stick, basically. So this guy, in the span of 13 episodes, has thrown a rock at a Pokemon. <laughs> and has essentially... Caught a Pidgeotto by accident. Caught a Pidgeotto by accident. And now he's poked a Krabby with a stick and caught him. <laughs> and then had enough nerve after he caught crabby to say good job crabby but not good enough or no good 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 try crabby but not good enough like you could have thrown that as small as that crabby was compared to the crabby we're gonna see here in a couple minutes (laughs) he could have thrown charmander out charmander could have given him one quick little ember you know and we'd have had we'd have had barbecued crabby and he could have caught him that way but this motherfucker yes. took out took him on with a stick. And I understand he's 10. And I understand maybe he's not thinking 100% logically. But he's got five perfectly capable Pokemon. Because the other one, basically, he's his best friend, but he battles when he wants to. 
Well, I, 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 I give Ash the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, maybe because he he doesn't have his backpack with him when he goes to battle this crabby. Bullshit. So pokeballs aren't in the backpack. The pokeballs are on the belt. <laughs> true. True. Okay. <laughs> but um, it's at this moment after he catches this crab. I have a question. Now that I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm not like going to go off on a rant, but I have a legitimate question. Okay. What's up? So it's just, it's been established since pretty much five minutes into the or maybe ten I can't remember exactly when he's down at Professor Oak's lab that Pikachu's got an issue with going into a Pokeball. Yes. So Pikachu is free range, even though he's bonded to Ash. Yes. Now, in my mind, and this is I'm literally just I didn't think of this earlier, and I'm bringing it up. I'm literally like this is a developing thought. Wouldn't that allow Ash to bend the rules? Because he would technically have another slot on his belt. Well, technically, Pikachu does have a Pokeball, which he does carry with him. Oh, shit. Because when they were getting attacked by those Spiro, he was like, Pikachu, you need to go into this. Okay. So he's essentially just got an empty ball on his belt. Yes. And they make pills for that. <laughs> so, after he ca- successfully catches Krabby in the Pokeball, he's holding up this Pokeball and he's boasting like Ash boasts. And the Pokeball starts generating a lot of electricity in his hand and Ash is like, what the fuck is going on here? And the Pokeball literally just shoots up into the air and just vanishes. And it's gone. And he's like, where did Krabby go? You know, you know, like he's going he, to fucking He's run about away. to have a heart attack. And he's like, ah, that's a little Krabby. He's all by himself. And then that's when Brock and Misty conveniently pop up to kick him again. And Misty's like, don't you know a trainer can only have six Pokemon um, carried with them at a time, which I call bullshit because that's only people that don't have. Okay. I don't get this. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm confused now. And maybe you can maybe shed some light on me, but this episode is going to be longer than we thought. I know. (laughs) Did, didn't we just have um, two episodes ago with Charmander and um, his Charmander's old trainer had a sack full of Pokemon that they caught. So is it just trainers that have a Pokedex? I where think they can't... so. But Misty doesn't have a Pokedex. Unless maybe yeah. she does and she doesn't use it. But she's also not a trainer. She's a gym leader. True. Okay. Okay. All right, that makes more sense. Okay, you know, thank you. you. Know, and I mean, you know, and I mean, maybe we're stretching the examples of, you know, gym leaders because, you know, according to her sisters, you know, she's the one that walked away or whatever the fuck she said. Yep. But she was still able to be in a sanctioned battle that would have gotten Ash a badge. So they yeah. can't they can't just willy nilly be giving out gym leader licenses or whatever the fuck, which is also true. All right, this episode got me also fucked up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so Brock so, is. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was about to say, um, Brock, Brock and Misty basically, as you as you pointed out, basically chop them down at the knee and basically call him out and say, hey, you already have six Pokemon and your other Pokemon that you catch get transferred to the place where you got your first Pokemon. Uh, Yeah, which, you know, Ash has a flashback to getting killed in Oak's office and goes, oh, he's with Professor Oak. Oh, no, he's with Professor Oak. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, (laughs) oh, he's with Professor. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, well, we need to we need to call him and make sure he's, you know, a that he got him there and he's OK. And, yeah. And <laughs> Brock, I don't know if he was 
pissed or if it's just how it came out. But he's like, well, we're on a beach. We're not exactly close to a phone. So we got to go find a phone because um, everybody, th- this episode took place before there were cell phones. Yes. Just, just, just throwing that out there. Before so, you before you can talk to anyone via wireless communication. So we had to, so we so we had to go find a telephone. <laughs> and sometimes so, that just depends on your your cell service. Yeah, exactly. So all right, let's go ahead and find out. What's next? So at this point, they look up on on this big hill and they see a lighthouse. And this lighthouse must have been on some big ass hill because it I mean, the sun's going down where they are. But by the time they get up to this lighthouse, it is pitch dark. Yeah. So So they must have they must have been on quite the trek. And Ash even makes the makes the um, line and goes, that was further than we thought it was. So, yeah, and this is where I start having a problem with this episode, okay? Mm-hmm. So so they're, they're walking up to this lighthouse, and it's a big-ass stone door. And, it, and on the stone door, it has a bunch of legendary Pokemon. Like, you see, and, well, not Entei is not a legendary, but it has Entei. You see Scyther. You see a Gengar. So those are the three Pokemon that you currently see on this door. And they're all Pokemon that Ash has never seen before. Right. And then they ring the doorbell to to this lighthouse. And this is where the episode kind of falls apart for me because... I'm not going into into some strange man's house when I'm 10 years old, but let's, hey man, I'll, I'll, they, they need that phone. <laughs> they do. So I'm I'll let you t- tell tell this next part of the scene because they they ring the doorbell and then what happens? Doug? And then you know Brock's like, hey, you know, we'd like to come in and you know use your telephone and you know I'd like to. Maybe borrow some some ingredients so I could cook up some some, some double food. cheeseburgers for my pals, and I'd be more than happy to cook you up something too. And, and Bill, I mean, we find out his name is Bill, but Bill's like, "I'll let you in if you can cook something that's not tofu." And uh, and Brock's like, "Yeah, I can do that." Like I can cook without I can cook without tofu and it, it, perfect. My cook's been on vacation. I had to fend for myself, and then, you know they let him in. Wait a minute, hold up! I have a problem with this. I found an Easter egg, Doug. Okay. Um, scroll back your video to when the door is opening. There is a picture of Mewtwo on the door. Uh huh. Mewtwo has not been built yet, and nobody knows who Mewtwo is. Well, I mean, <laughs> these episodes weren't made to be fucking paused. Yeah, for real. I mean, that's just an Easter egg. I just happened as the door is opening. I just caught that right now. That's a fucking Mewtwo, and it's the it's the way that he looks inside of Red and Blue versions Red and Blue. Well, I mean, that's what's out. I mean. True. But, all right. Um, At this point, the door is open to this massive lighthouse, and it is pitch dark inside of this lighthouse. Yeah. Not a a candle or nothing. And, you know, he's like... I'm sorry. Ash is like, we'd like to find your phone and he's like the phone is on your left and it's a it's a video set up with a bell sprout for a receiver now at this point this is another part that bugged me okay you're invited into this lighthouse you hear somebody talking to you but they don't greet you at the door you walk into their house and then he's telling you it's pitch dark 
and he's telling you the phone is to your left and you still don't see this person. I'm I'm sorry that I, I mean shouldn't Brock have a little bit more sense to not want to go into this place? Well, he's hungry. <laughs> True. But all right. So at this point he calls up Professor Oak and this this, this part is funny as hell. I'll let you go ahead and tell this part, Doug. So he calls up Professor Oak, and the first thing you see is Oak over a pot. So poor um, Ash has a mini stroke, and he goes, you're not eating my Krabby, are you? No, 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 no. My cook's been on vacation, and I'm fending for myself, and I'm going, I'm fucking losing it. <laughs> um, he goes, I got your I got your Krabby right here, and it's, it's in this little, it's in a tank or a, that's a bag. That wasn't a tank. Well, it's not. A, it, it, it's in like a fish, like a fish, um, a fish tank. I see. But he, he Professor Oak does make the crack that um, Ash's, Ash's Krabby wouldn't really feed him anyway. He said, now, Gary's Krabby. On the other hand, is a little bit more meaty. That's good, that's good eating, you know. <laughs> so, poor Ash just cannot get away from Gary's shadow. You know, I mean, obviously he didn't see him last week when he fucking killed him with the door. Um, but he was there, and then you know he's caught a crabby, and he's caught more Pokemon. I do, yeah. I I do love Krabby. Uh, uh, how both the Krabbies, like Gary's Krabby, looks like a freaking Kingler compared to his Krabby. Like right. they make Ash's Krabby look so small and dinky. So, right. <laughs> and Ash's, I love. I, I I'm on a still picture. I love how they put how Professor Oak put a photo of Ash. On the fish tank, that that's his crabby. Just I, I I'm sorry, I just love that. <laughs> this is Ash because he because he confuse him otherwise. Yeah. And then we, you know, poor Ash is just deject, you know, been kicked again, and hangs up the phone and. They turn around and they see glowing eyes at the top of a staircase. Which, again, I would turn away from this place. Yeah, but they're hungry. Hunger can make you do a lot of dumb things. Yeah, but the glowing eyes that they see on top of this staircase as they walk closer is none other than a Full-grown, human-sized Kabuto that's talking like a meow. Yes, and it's also extinct. Yes. And it's at this point that we get the Who's That Pokemon, which was Krabby, as we stated. And we get when we come back, we're, we're outside, and Jesse, James, and Meow are looking into or looking up at this lighthouse. Yes. And I'm sorry. No, I don't I don't remember. I was just agreeing with you. So um they're looking at the lighthouse and they're basically saying there must be a ton of of mysterious Pokemon that are inside and we should go over there and capture all of those Pokemon, all of those legendary Pokemon over at that lighthouse. But then um what is me? Meowth makes some crack about them being bad guys, so they can't just walk through the front door. They they have to sneak up to the lighthouse, and Jesse is looking at a main road going over to the lighthouse. But now Meowth is going to make them climb up the, basically climb up the wrong side of the hill to get inside, to break inside of this lighthouse. Wouldn't you just walk up to it and just go around the corner and try to break in instead of having to climb? I sure would. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but that at this point, I, I would have just thrown me out off the hill and just said, you climb it, and then we'll meet you over there. Well, Meowth wouldn't have a problem, because, you know, cat. Yeah, cat. Um, climb. But yeah, and then we get uh, we get a slight tweak on the theme song. And then we're back in the lighthouse with the at the at, with, at, as of this point a talking kabuto and the trio and Brock's about to have Brock's about to lose his shit. He's like, "That's a talking kabuto. Those are extinct." And Bill's like, "No, I'm not a Pokemon. My name or I." I this is a costume. I just can't reach the button. The button is basically on my butt. I need you to press it for me so I can get out of this suit. Misty's like, no, were you at a costume party? He's like, no, this was a this is a way for me to get inside the Pokemon's mind. So they hit the button. And, and the air falls out of this thing and the suit falls apart and Here's good old green-haired Bill. Good old Bill. Um, Who doesn't make another appearance in the Pokemon series at, at all. Like, we have one. all these... Yeah, another one. He's he's one that doesn't come back either, and it kind of really disappoints me. But, I mean, we, we, we get more callbacks, like, later on as we go, but he he's one that doesn't return. Like, they, they don't like... The returning season one characters for some reason, besides Richie from the Pokemon League, because he yeah. he comes back right. And then you know we get kind of some Bill explanation. You know he's a Pokemon researcher. Um, you know he he talks about how there's 150 plus known Pokemon. In this universe, and we got like this big wall, and somehow Ash's Pokemon are conveniently marked off. It's almost like they knew he was going to show up. Yeah. It, okay, so and I I get I get this, and I get the timing that this show came out, but in different regions of the Pokemon universe, like now. You have different Pokemon in these regions. Do the people that just live in the Indigo place just think that just those Pokemon are all around the the world and that these trainers, like, have they not seen any extra Pokemon on, like, Pokemon League fights or anything? Well, I mean, the Internet's not as, as... Big as it is, so it's not like you can hop on and you can see a Pokemon from another side of the world, like you know, with a snap of your fingers. True. This 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 is before, so maybe maybe this happened, and before um, the technology got a little better, did they finally find out about different types of Pokemon? I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Because he says 150 plus, and. At this point, I mean, you have, um, I mean, you don't have Mewtwo, even though Mewtwo's on his, on his door. Nobody knows what Mewtwo is. Nobody still to this day in Pokemon knows what Mewtwo is because Mewtwo wipes everybody's mind in the movie. Right. So I don't, I don't know. I mean that. That I mean, I I get they they've covered their tracks now, <coughs> but but back then they they really Pardon were me. were kind of no, you're fine. They were kind of sloppy with covering their tracks. This is the kind of shit that keeps you up at night. I it really <laughs> does. <laughs> you can tell I've thought long and hard about this. Yeah. Pardon me. So. But yeah. but yeah, he 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 talks about how he's lucky to be a Pokemon trainer and that he's there to find a mysterious Pokemon that that lives in the sea. And um, 
that's when he goes out. Well, we get we get a quick shot of uh, Team Rocket climbing up the cliff, <laughs> like idiots, like idiots. But then we're back to what matters. Um, they're out on the the ledge of this. Well, not the ledge, but like the balcony. Not the yeah, the balcony, I guess, of this yeah. lighthouse. And you know, Bill's like, if I play this sound that I captured a while back. I'm hoping to meet this Pokemon and become friends with him. And he plays the sound and the, and the lights change on the lighthouse and he gets a response back. And it's this really nice um, melody that obviously we can't play because of copyright. Copyright. But um, Brock and Misty have a little bit of a waltz. Pikachu's kind of swaying. Um, and you actually see this mysterious Pokemon rise out of the mist. And, and start walking towards the lighthouse. Yeah, it's, it's approaching. And, and Bill's just on fucking goddamn cloud nine. And, you know. And I'm... I, and so... People that are watching this episode, so people know what this Pokemon is, even though they don't draw in the color and you don't see the Pokemon, it's a Dragonite. But what what's weird about this Dragonite as further, I mean, we're going to find other, I mean, we're going to see other Dragonite within this series. This Dragonite is like 10 times the size of any other Dragonite that I have seen in the series. Like yes. they make the, they make this Dragonite look like freaking Godzilla. And that's kind of the vibes I got, but I think, you know, you get you can kind of get away with that when it's the first time you're seeing it and you're not really seeing it um you know, proper. And you know, I think they're kind of they're kind of throwing a little bit of a wink to people that have been playing the games up to this point. Um can you name this Pokemon? They're like, you know. Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of this nice moment. And then Team Rocket are prepared. They see it and they're like, well, this is, I mean, this is a goddamn whale. If we catch this, we're, we're set forever. And, you know, they're readying their, their rocket launchers as they're fucking dangling off the cliff. Oh, and Man. do they have a doozy with this? They freaking shoot the dragon out. And and I and I will say, and this might only happen a handful of times. James speaks up and he's like, Do we always have to be wrecking shit? <laughs> and J- Jesse is basic I mean J- yeah, Jesse is basically like, we're bad guys. He's like, I so, know, but this is cruel even for me. But he's he he's spineless, so he goes along with it. Like he's he's saying this is cruel even for me as he goes bang, you know. So it's like pick a lane, dude. Um, you know they fire shots, and um, they they give they hold back nothing on these shots too, because when they shoot these rocket launchers and it hits Dragonite, that thing goes boom. Like, it's a freaking explosion, and Dragonite's not having any of it. Yeah, I mean, you can tell it hits them, but, like, all it does is anger up the water, anger up Dragonite. I mean, Dragonite smashes the freaking lighthouse. Yeah, Um, like, Ash and the gang have to run down the stairs as it's collapsing on top of them. You know, Dragonite's kicking up waves. Um you know, Bill's trying to communicate with the Dragonite, which is another tick in the they can understand English box. Um, um he's shaking his head like he's gotta get out of here because Bill's trying to get him to stay. Um And Dragonite's like, No, I, I don't trust you. I'm 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 leaving. And Dra- actually, no, right 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 before that, um Dragonite Freaking blast, Team Rocket! He 
he must kick up like some kind of whirlpool or something, or he hits him with a tail whip or something. I mean, it's not really clear what he does. I've just rewatched that bit like three or two times, and I can't get a handle on exactly what he does, but he definitely knocks Team Rocket out of the picture. He hits him with a tail whip. There it is, tail whip. Okay, I, th- I thought maybe he sent a whirlpool their way. Yeah, he he takes his tail and splashes it in the water and wipes them away. And Dragonite just walks away because Dragonite can't trust these humans. Dragonite's got to go back to where Dragonite lives. Right. So then, you know, we cut to the next day, the next morning, whatever. You know, the customary, we must leave the new friend. Um... Bill's opining about hopefully being able to see Dragonite again one day, or the Pokemon, I guess. He, he's, yeah, he's he's going to rebuild that lighthouse and stay there. And uh, we pan over, and Team Rocket are basically just waking up. So they they got knocked, but they just got knocked over onto away. the sand. Yeah. Is it weird that when they blast off or when they get hit that they're always together <laughs> where, where wherever they land? Well, I mean, it's convenient. Yeah. You know, because again, it's a cartoon. <laughs> True. I just I, I just had that thought right now. I'm like, huh, they always end up together. No, you're you're not wrong. I mean <laughs> we just had a, a discussion up top here about you know, the convenience of how Ash got to where he is, you know. Would it work out that way in the real world? No. Maybe, but we don't know that. We know it wouldn't line up perfectly like this every step of the way. <laughs> watch watch technology in a hundred years. Actually, we're actually able to catch, poke, uh, catch um, pets and put them in a ball and just walk around with them. In a hundred years, we'll be dead. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying. I said, watch the technology be there. I'm sure we're not far off. I can't watch that. <laughs> we'll be dead. Ah. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah. yeah um, that's basically this, the end of the episode. Um, they say their nice goodbyes to Bill. And as we stated, he's he's going to stay there and hopefully try to see this Pokemon again. And as they're walking into the sun, I mean, I know that's cliche, but it is is what it is. We pan up and we get a nice shot of a cloud that looks exactly like this mysterious Pokemon. Yes. And I take it that's how Dragonite gets around because he probably from what, what I get out of this shot is he like gets some clouds and he just flies around and nobody notices him because he's just a big giant cloud traveling to where he needs to travel to. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would also throw in that perhaps he does most of his traveling at night. Yeah. Um, And, And then he leaves these clouds behind. Right. Gotcha. Right. So, so that way people that are looking for him can go, huh, that's convenient. Very convenient. So it is that time of night, Doug. We we finally did it. We got through the second episode. And I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. We just hit three hours on this call. Yeah. So goddamn, I'm tired. So... All right. Um, anything else that you want to add, Doug? No, I mean we're in a really good um, spot where where these episodes are right now. Um, got They're another exciting. We got another good one coming up tomorrow or tomorrow. Fuck <laughs> next, next week. week. Um, and then we got an actual legitimate, honest to goodness two parter. Um, so yeah, we're getting into a lot of like stuff to chew on oh yeah in next week's 
episode is called Electric Shock Showdown, or as it's translated from Japanese, the exact same title, but a little longer. It's called Electric Shock Showdown, Kuchiba Gym. So that is next week's episode. And I, I can't... Had to, I had to throw that gym in there. Yep. So that's next week where he's bat- battling to get his electric badge. So we'll find out the name of that badge next week. Right. What is it? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. <laughs> I have to go back and and look it up. But um, that's ne- that's next week's episode. So as of right now, go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Bye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G signing out, and I'm going to bed, everybody. And I will see you next week when we review episode 14, Electric Shock Showdown. Have a good night, everybody.